what is really good. It's Melissa Latoya Sharif McFadden. And we are back with another episode of Walls Talking. And in this episode, I just want to put out something really big. That means a lot to me. Today is Juneteenth. And for those of you who don't know what Juneteenth is, or you feel like Donald Trump was truly right when he said that he put Don- Juneteenth on the map, let's break you down with a two-second history lesson, if you will. songs so get back sit back and get tuned in smooches so i wanted to tell you guys briefly about this alicia keys uh, song. It is a song that she has done when she was actually on Empire, and she did it with Jesse Smollett. I always say his name wrong. I don't know why. Um, but it's a dope track, and the first time I heard it, I'm not gonna lie, I cried because I thought it was just so emotional, and. In the name, it says powerful, and it truthfully is a powerful track. But I feel like it's definitely a uh, perfect, would you if soundtrack, if you will, toward to the uh, COVID nineteen 
Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, this is the perfect song to really describe how important it is that we speak up for what we need to speak up for. And how it's important that we come together as a people of all races, all shades, and how we have so many issues within our community that aren't spoke upon. I really feel like I said that wrong. But so many issues that we don't speak about. So many issues that we don't talk about because we're so scared of what was going to happen. And now, this time, this era, during this situation, when people have got so riled up from being put in their home every day, all that energy has to go somewhere. Now we have this. And it is the perfect storm, the perfect time for this to happen. People really are listening now, more more than ever. Now they're home, now they're watching TV, now they're seeing what's going on, now they're watching YouTube and things go on and they're able to think and plot and plan for what needs to be said to help advance all people. But this movement, I'm just being 100%, it is a Black Lives Matter movement. It's not an all people matter movement. It is a Black Lives Matter movement. I think, no disrespect, I love all people. I really, really wish that one day there would be harmony amongst us all. I feel like it should happen. But the only way it's going to happen is if complete chaos happens first. I'm just being honest. Because a lot of people, it's a shame that this had to happen like this. But it had to happen. Because people weren't paying attention. They were putting a numbness in their hearts to what was really going on. Nobody was sacrificing themselves. And unfortunately, caught in the storm was a sacrifice. An unwanted sacrifice. And now voices are being heard. People are getting riled up. People are being upset. It's not just one city that's getting mad. Or two cities. It's coming. People are coming together all over the United States. And all over the world. And it's really deep now. And that's why this song, Powerful, is the most important track that I feel really could set the tone for a new era within the Black Lives Matter movement because it says everything. It says everything that needs to be said, you know, in a way that is elegant, calm, peaceful, but really brutally honest in my personal opinion. So let's check out this track. Hopefully you can hear it. Hopefully you can hear it.
That track was truly dope. Let me stop it before it starts playing another track. Um, yo, I mean, it says all it needs to say, honestly. Um, we're living in a time where there are a lot of people who don't understand the Black Lives Matter movement. Why one of my favorite shows, it's always sunny in the Philadelphia at one point about two years ago they did what are the rules and the show was about them doing um I forget what it was called but where they switched with a black family and they wanted to know the rules of being black and the truth is there are rules to being a black person Every day that my son gets a year into, a, I can't even think right because it just really is. Let me take my glasses off. Every day that my son and my daughter reach further and further into another year. I'm getting closer to be an adult or even looking like an adult. Like Trayvon. I get scared. My kids are well-mannered. They're sweet. They're good kids. They're really good kids. Well-behaved. 
but they're kids. They like to wear sweatpants and hoodies. They love hip-hop. My son does. He's 14. My daughter is 8. And I wonder if one day he walks to the store or drives and he's wearing his hoodie, if he's going to get shot or killed by a police officer. So I sat down with my son, who was 14, and my daughter, who was 9, and went through the talk. The talk about how they should behave in front of a police officer, how they should behave in front of Caucasian people. I haven't fully did the whole talk, but I'm putting it in beats and pieces and to see my daughter's face, my son's face, as I say it to them, my daughter asks, well, why? Why are we treated differently? And I had to quickly let her know that we're not, we're not bad. We're not, there's nothing wrong with us. It's just some people don't understand us. And the truth is, as human beings, we are animals. And a lot of people don't believe that we are animals, but we are. We have DNA of apes. It's scientifically proven. Well, maybe not apes. I'm not saying it the correct way, you know, but we are descendants. We are animals. And as animals, we do things that are common. We do things in a flock. We do things that are popular. That's why we feel upset when we're not in the group and we're not included because survival of the fittest used to depend on us doing what everybody else did if you can eat this berry and everybody else ate the berry and they're still living then we can eat this berry together but the second you do something differently and the flock doesn't do it you could get killed it could be the difference between life and death if you're not all flocking together you will not survive and that's why instinctively we have a problem with not being popular with not being cool. It's a survival mode that we don't need anymore. It's antiquated, but still, we don't understand that. Why does that relate to black people? Well, we were all started in Africa. And then there were some of us who streamed off into different parts of the continent. And because Africans are not widely seen to be the same, as other cultures that look more Caucasian. It was fear. It was danger. It was different. It was comparative behavior to see what's better and what's worse. For the longest time, we weren't even considered human. Not even human, even after slavery. And they say racism wasn't here, but even recently, we were now considered to be human. And that's in the last 100 years. How long have human people been around? How long has slavery been over? And trying to explain these little simple pieces of facts to my daughter, who is eight, who has seen Martin Luther King on several occasions 
but doesn't really remember because they don't touch upon it. It's crazy. They'll say it in school. I'm a substitute teacher. I know what they say in school. I've been to parent-teacher conferences. I've been in classrooms on visits with my kids. But the worst thing is the teachers that teach my children didn't even know how bad it is for black people. They don't understand. I love being a substitute teacher and I love every last one of these teachers. They're dope. And the last teacher I subbed with, I subbed with her for almost three months. And I loved her. I do. She's a really great teacher, but she does not understand what it is like to be a black person. I knew that when we had a discussion about Martin Luther King Day. And she put on the video and she was saying, it's sad that some of these children don't even know who Martin Luther King are. Who Martin Luther King is, sorry. I said, yes. She, she, she said they don't understand all the sacrifices that he went through for for people. And what I had to kindly say to her is, yes, that is sad. But what's more sad is these black children who are going to have to grow up in a world where they don't know that there is so many issues because of their color. Getting a job, being afraid to have a name like Shaniqua or Raven. Or Latoya being afraid to have an urban last name because you won't get a job because you're too ghetto. Being afraid not to speak properly around Caucasian people because they'll consider you to be urban. And urban is considered to be bad, but what they don't know is the broken English was came from indentured servants who were Irish who spoke broken English because that's what they learned. That's why I say this to say there's a lot of hypocrisy in the world, but the world is not bad. It's a beautiful, beautiful place filled with beautiful people of all cultures and all races. But there are people, believe it or not, who get worse than you. And you have to remember that. We don't speak about how bad it is for black people if you are not someone who is in that mind frame. That's understandable. But what about my Native American brothers and sisters? They matter too. What about all the races? They matter too. But for me as a black woman, I know that my race has to wear a mask. Our hair is not fair all the time. Our skin is not light all the time, but some of us are. And if we're not proper enough, even with light skin and pretty hair, we can consider to be ignorant. And if we are light skin with pretty hair or with brownish skin, we're not considered black enough. I feel so sorry. For many people who don't understand the struggles of us. Far more sorrier than ones who do. Ignorance is truly bliss. But the understanding of it is a detrimental burden of happiness and joy, but sadness and tears.
You don't know how many times I've walked into a room and I've had to fear smiling because I have gold teeth. Would I be considered a stereotypical black person? Because I love hip hop. Because I live in the projects, so called. I mean, I'm from Newark, so I mean, I was born in Newark, raised in Brownsville. I've been around, and I know what the projects look like. I really don't call this that, but I don't want to pretend that there haven't been gunshots recently fired off within this same month. It's not as bad, but it is bad. But it's still my people's neighborhoods that are like this. Because of separate but equal. I say this not to scare off people who are listening who are Caucasian. Or to say that all black people live in this area. Because I know for a fact I've lived in different areas. I lived in a four bedroom house in a a nice, really reserved town. But I was literally one of ten out of 5,000 homes of black people. There were 10 black families, maybe, out of 5,000 homes. And that's including the Spanish people, including them as well. I remember being a little girl and called a nigger a few times. I remember being ashamed of being able to speak, but too afraid to. Not of being black, but I remember being afraid of being darker skinned. I mean, I'm not light, but I'm not dark. Kind of in between. I remember wanting to look like Mariah Carey. Because my stepmoms were white. For a second I thought that they were better. And I got taught that there was a difference between good hair and bad hair. Because my hair is a certain way. Certain times. It was better. It was better permed. It was better this way. It was better that way. The way we have to think about each other as black people every day. Good hair, bad hair. Well truthfully all hair is beautiful. The way we have to go through it is hard. So I just want us to remember that we matter. It's powerful. I hope that everyone who is out there celebrating Juneteenth remembers how powerful it is to move forward in life. And do not use ignorance as an excuse to make more ignorance. Use the wisdom that you have to make more wise. Don't use your wisdom to make more ignorance. Don't become a person who says all white people are evil or all Asian people are evil or all Spanish. No, the ignorance is because of slavery. It's because of blackface it's because of a lack of knowledge 
Use your wisdom to create resources that show wisdom. Well, with that being said, I'm out. What is really good? We're about to end this show real quick, like, but I really wanted to give a shout out to Thrift Store and Beloco Beats for making these tracks and all the artists that make them. I love them. They're dope. They're just... Thrift Store! <laughs> so amazing. So, if you guys are out there and you're listening to the podcast and you realize that it is Juneteenth or you're catching this after Juneteenth, I really want you to have a mindset of getting to know more about Black history. It's just important that we understand each other as a whole so we can get a better understanding of how not to repeat the bad history that we had because if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. But at the end of the day, the Black Lives Matter march is not to separate black from white. That's already happened. The Black Lives Matter movement is to empower blacks, just like the women's movement. It's not about just putting hashtags in. It's about the people who are sacrificing themselves for sacrificing their lives, even children who have been pepper sprayed, who have been beaten, it's about just becoming human. to just do a little reaction, just a little bit, to Kevin Gates' brand new premiere that he just came out with a few days ago called Still Hold Up. Now, granted, 
granted i have heard the song a few times and i'm not gonna lie it's super dope no addiction but i've only seen a few little seconds of the video so i want to review the song and tell you about the video in hopes that you'll check it out on youtube and maybe we can i don't know talk about it later on on social media that is one of my biggest things that i'm hoping to do today but another big thing that i'm hoping to do is let you guys in on something that this week and the next few weeks maybe for the next two months i will only be able to do a podcast once a week yeah once a week because at this time they are doing some renovations on our home and so it's going to be a basic new home and my workspace is going to be well interrupted if you will so i'm going to give you the best i can give you <laughs> to preview you in to this new season that we are about to do for season three yes season three this season it's all about reactions music and what the musical content and the artist mean to us it is the meaning behind the meaning so without further ado let's take a short bristle and when we come back we'll get into the song <laughs> 